Business Class, a podcast sponsored by the iBear MBA program of the USC Marshall School of Business. Expert insight into the world of business. This is Dick Drobnik. I'm the director of the advanced 12-month mid-career international MBA program at the University of Southern California's Marshall School of Business. And today we have the pleasure of interviewing Marcus Liu in Beijing. Marcus is a 2003 graduate of the IBEAR MBA program. And after graduating in 2003, he spent 16 years in the commodity trading business, beginning with the company Glencore and moving on to other companies, Rio Tinto, Noble, and Mercuria. Presently, Marcus is an entrepreneur who's investing in new technologies, in energy investments, in improving emissions, improving efficiency, in carbon trading. And so let me begin by welcoming Marcus to the Business Class Podcast Program. Yeah, it's a great pleasure to see everybody during this uh, special time. Marcus, can you tell us a little bit about the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic in China on the business community, either from the, the businesses that you're involved in, perhaps the your big customer or potential customer, the state grid, or on some other businesses that you're quite familiar with? Um, I think the impact is uh, phenomenal. It's quite obvious. Uh, number one, it's hard to to see or to meet people to talk about a business. Number two, most of my partner are state-owned business. So uh, the direct response for a meeting inquiry would be, let's wait until the situation gets much more clear. So basically the response is that everything has to be stopped for a while especially meeting with outsiders. So I would say my business has to be postponed until the situation getting more clarity. Marcus, what about with people that you know quite well? Can you transact any business or have any serious discussions by Zoom or by telephone? Or is the Chinese culture such that you have to do it in person? Yeah, this is a big change of people's daily life as well as the business culture. Uh, normally, people will meet first and then talk about shaking hands, talk, and then talk about the business later on. Now, situation has to be totally changed. I would say you have only two ways to do business nowadays. One is to do business on the zoo or other form of media. So uh, another way would be you just call them, you know, talk talk about ideas. But in terms of taking action or execution, would be difficult. Normally in the Chinese business culture, you you have to meet by having somebody introduce you, some mutual friend, and then you have to go for dinner, and then go for dinner a second time. Or is that an, <laughs> well, is that an exaggeration? Yeah, well, it's actually, that's quite a normal uh, practice, I would say. But for people who, you know, who know each other much longer time, probably, you know, you celebrate afterwards. Okay. But, but even nowadays, you know, even for people who know each other for a long time quite well, 
then, but it doesn't mean that you know other people quite well because nobody can do business or making decision by himself. It's a coordination from the team. But the other team has a restriction, has a policy that uh, you cannot meet outsiders during this time. So, uh, so doing a real business is getting difficult. But let me give you a example of doing business as entrepreneur with friends, you know, who really know each other a long time. You know, in our class, we have uh, one of my classmates, uh, you know, Peter Du is working for Pachu China. So I'm trying to promote some business ideas into his group. Then uh, with his help, he organized the Zoom meeting. You know, with his business associates. Then uh, from the meeting, then we basically we introduce each other and also introduce the technology products and the procedures to follow up. So this is quite efficient. Normally, it takes at least two or three you know dinners or lunches, you know, before getting to this. Now we you know both sides or three you know three sides start to know each other, know the product, know the technology. And we already make a decision for the next step going forward, which is waiting for the COVID-19 to be finished. Then we go to the site, you know, to working on the project. Marcus, has the uh, travel and mixing barriers come down in Beijing, or is it still quite restricted on where you can go, who you can visit? I would say it remains same or similar uh, compared to two or three months ago. Oh, you know, in a, yeah, situation in Beijing is not relaxed. So, Marcus, given these kinds of things and given the total shutdown of the economy in February and March, do you think there will be any growth in the Chinese economy this year? Growth? Well... Growth-wise, I think uh, I think it's hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's hard to have any growth. It would be very nice to maintain a uh, healthy, you know, pattern of economy management. I would say, you know, it's difficult to have a growth. Yeah, but I, I think the government probably have some miracle policies or way of managing that or developing that but uh, from entrepreneur perspective uh, you know I'm still having big hope for future but uh, I truly understand that it's a lot of a challenge nowadays and going forward. Do you think that the one of the impacts of COVID-19 will be some long-term change in the way you do business? I mean, there's short-term disruption. You can't go out for a while or it's difficult to meet people. But once the, uh, the virus is, I don't know, controlled, do you think that this period of, of distancing and this period of using Zoom to do things will have any longer-term change on, on the way you do business or, or your friends do business? Yeah, Dig, I have to say that this is a great question. Actually, uh, uh, people start to think about it because the first uh, a few months, I mean, a couple of months, people are struggling, right, normally. Then uh, when people have to be staying home or staying, you know, you know, where they are, not traveling, then people start to think, 
the changes, you know, you know, what is happening on them or what will be happening on them or their life in the future. So in fact, one week ago, a group of my friends had a, 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 a discussion on Zoom. By the way, that's the first time I heard about Zoom. <laughs> so I so then today is a third time to use Zoom already. Now, mm-hmm. so meaning that the COVID-19 start to change people's uh, life and also the way doing business. For example, you know, we have a group of five people, of friends on the Zoom. We have a discussion. Uh, three of them are from Tsinghua University and very successful uh, business leaders in China nowadays. So. Uh, we think there's a lot of impact going forward for business or people's life. But now we can see two major impact now, probably more, but now we can see two major impact. You know, one is we realize and start to accept the fact that doing business can be easier. Hmm. You know, the first, uh, First two or three round of uh, you know business com- communication can be done, you know on the cloud. Yeah. So uh, without requiring you know heavy travel, you know heavy entertainment. So uh, just doing on the Zoom. Then when people to meet each other, then it's just to make a decision how to do it, or how much you know to do the job. So this is one change. Second change. Before we are used to, you know, depends on the size of your business. One way to judge your success of your business, probably, if uh, I'm not mistaken, the uh, where is your office, the location of your office, and the size of your office. Now people are saying that it's maybe not that, that much necessary. You know, people can do so whole, you know, you know, business, you know, small office, home office. Now, does not require you know, people stay together every day, every week, every month. Probably the nature of human being probably need to get together once a while, but maybe not every day. For example, you know, uh, my company and my friend's company, now they do not require uh, staff to come into the office every day. Just do your job at home. When there's a need, you know, we go to office or we go to a public area. For example, the park, you know, for example, a bar, you know, we get together, have a meeting, then uh, have a few drinks, we can go home, you know, relax and work. So probably we anticipated that maybe the commercial building, commercial office business, probably, yes, it's going to come off. The need, the demand for that is going to be changed. Well, your point about how you might judge a business that you don't know by how elegant their office building is, how much it's in the central <laughs> business district, because they can afford to pay those rents, they must be successful. And now yeah. you're saying that's not so important. Yeah, well, for some business, probably for, for example, for a law firm, a consulting firm probably still important, right? But at least for entrepreneur, that's not, I mean, that's something that we are not looking at. Well, this idea of commercial real estate downturn in, 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 the, in the longer term or medium term is an idea that American uh, CEOs are talking about uh, on many conferences, video conferences I've been in. They're saying we don't need to be all of us grouped together in an office space. We can do some of our work from home and our deputies can work from home. And 
and I'm, I'm hearing this from many, many people um, that are in the U.S. and or have businesses in China or Japan or other places. All right. It's good to know that. Yeah, because some of my friends are quite lucky. They already backed out from this business, you know, one year ago. It's not because they, they had foreseen this. It's just something they just have to get out of this business. But today, you know, one year ago, they were quite sad. But, uh, but nowadays, they're quite happy. <laughs> do, you, do you see any impacts, medium-term impacts of, of COVID uh, uh, pandemic on environmental issues? Of course, if there's less travel, there's less, less pollution and stuff like that. I think the air, uh, yeah, like what we said in the beginning, the air is definitely getting cleaner. And uh, of course, the government, I think, are quite busy with a lot of emergency, a lot of issues. So I think talking about the environment is getting less necessary, I think. <laughs> so now, uh, for example, from my business perspective, you know, we are not expecting any new policy or any new rules to either support or downsize the uh, carbon emission or carbon trade, uh, carbon trading uh, uh, business. So we are not expecting any uh, any new policy or new rules with regarding to this. So I think the government's tension has been moved to other, you know, priorities. So, Marcus, is there any personal story or professional story that the the virus and the lockdown has caused you to think about? You know, before January 20s, you know, I know something happened in Wuhan, and it's getting worse and worse. But, but you know, I do not have any idea how serious that is. I mean, that was, or how serious it could be. I think not only myself, some of my friends, or even some of the government officials, you know, were not aware of such, you know, you know problem. Can be very, very ugly, can be very, very serious, you know. So they are, because it's easy for people to forget things, especially, you know, the SARS thing. It's easy for people to forget. And the SARS is only, you know, Beijing, has a problem in Beijing and Guangzhou. There are only two cities, right? And, the, and once the government decided to knock down, it's easy to knock that down. So I don't think the local government or the central government has a clear idea how serious it could be. You know? But after the 19th, January 19th or 20th, you know, when there's a lot of uh, how the experts, uh, different, uh, you know, how strong opinion leaders, you know, talking about this, then people start to realize. But I must say that, I do not, I had no idea about any situation, either fake or new um, or real in Wuhan. So, you know, um, in the first two weeks when Wuhan was locked down and uh, every major city in China locked down as well, now there's a panic buying, definitely. The first two weeks, we were asked to stay home and probably we can walk out of our door and have a walk in the community, I mean, in the compound, but not going out, not going out of the, you know, the community gate, 
you know, the local authority said to us two days ago, so we are going to lock down the community gate. So please, you know, you know get prepared. Then we go to supermarket. Supermarket, everything in supermarket was gone immediately. You know, 30 or 30 minutes or one hour, everything was gone. So for example, we, our freezer was full of anything. So we think there will be a great panic. But actually, when, when the local government announced that and did that, and only two days, then uh, people start to find a way to support the, uh, uh, how do say, the citizen, for example. Then two days later, there's a simple, you know, open air market, you know, outside of your gate. So you are allowed to go out to buy, but, you know, every time they go three, so, but you have a distancing, you know, you have to distance each other. But so, so you stay in, you know, stay in queue. And every time you have only three person to show up on the queue, then, uh, then uh, you have a distancing. Then, so that's the best effort to maintain your daily life and also keep you safe. So for example, if you happen to not buy anything in the first few days from a supermarket, you are still able to buy anything like the meat, vegetable, you know, you know anything on the, uh, on the, on the open air flea market. Yeah. So but one week or 10 days after that, I think there's more supplies of goods, very sufficient. Anything you want, a toilet paper, you know, detergent, anything. So you can buy anything, just uh, but not as uh, easy as before. You cannot actually go anywhere. You just uh, go to your community uh, flea market, you know. So and keep the distance away. So 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 we can see that the local government has been asked to manage the disruption in a very fine way. It has been disrupted, but they try every effort to keep the impact into the minimum level. Switching subjects a little bit, um, have you been noticing that the US government or some members of the government have been very critical of China for the way it handled the, the uh, virus by not telling the world about it earlier and and is that noticed in China? Do you do you hear about these criticisms? For myself, I think we I have noticed the judgment or such opinions about mm -hmm. China. Mm -hmm. So uh, so do you want to ask me what I feel about this? Well, what you feel and what some of your uh, well-informed, thoughtful friends feel about it. I see. Probably, probably. Of course, you know, the, uh, uh, you, myself and also some of my friends did have some uh, opinions on, in the, especially in the first beginning, like early January, what the local government has react, ha, had react to the virus, you know, uh, things. So I think a lot of people understand, they realize that they were not doing their job right. I think the central government uh, is not denying that either. But after that, I think, you know, this is a new challenge and a great challenge in human beings' life, right? So I think it's natural that either for the government or for people take some time to truly understand this. Yeah? Or probably they are nervous as well. 
So the local government did not doing things right. But uh, shortly after that, when people realize that it's going to be tough, right? I think either from the central government or from the local government, they have been taking serious reactions you know, against this virus to fight the virus. I think ever since then, probably, you know, the second half of January, I think, the, you know, the whole country, you know, has been, you know, you know, doing everything they need, I think. So I, I would not doubt the transparency or the efforts being put on the virus control. And what do you and your friends think about the criticism from some of the Americans government officials about this? I have not discussed this with my friend about, but I did discuss with my wife. <laughs> yeah. well, she's a very yeah. good friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she's one of my best friends, I guess. Uh, so, uh, you know, and also, you know, she uh, graduated from a PhD, a PhD program from Claremont. So, yeah. uh, so I think we are well versed about the situation here and uh, and the and the states, right? So, as probably we think that in some point the politicians, both sides, uh, misunderstood each other. Uh, so I think you know, uh, well, it's natural that when things happen, people have a different opinion on each other and uh, criticize and making one, you know, making further progress. It's not a bad thing. You know, it's for for example, students in the class, if you have somebody or your professor or your friends, uh, you know, always give you some advice or sometimes a serious advice that is making you grow, right? I think if, for this regard, I think China need a different opinion than to keep them alert. Yeah, this is a, you know, this is a good way to tell this. And uh, and, uh, and another way to uh, to see this from my, you know, point of view is that, well, you know, you know what I'm reading it has been quite limited, right? So, uh, so what I'm thinking, but from what I know about what China has been doing here, and what I learned from media about the, the politicians say about the uh, uh, Chinese government, blah, 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 I think it probably need a little bit more understanding for Chinese people or Chinese government. I think the politician in states has been a little bit too aggressive. Business Class, expert insight into the world of business. The host, Dick Drobnik, producer, Pankaj Bhushan, director, Dan Griffin, web developer, Rick Pine, and I am Robin Garthwaite.